Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. Yo, so we at WandaVision, bro. WandaVision, episode, episode seven. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think? Give me y'all, give me y'all thoughts, highlights, highlights, and uh, spoilers for the season up to episode seven and the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. So just know that. I was excited. I mean, probably the biggest part is the the new villain reveal. But I was excited that we actually got to to figure out who Agnes is because I think every all of us have been saying. You know, who is this chick? Like, she just seems odd and everything. And so they finally, finally gave us a little bit of information, a big cliffhanger, but they gave us something to kind of get ready for, get excited about. So obviously, you know, that's got to be the biggest thing. But for me, that was, I've been waiting for that for a few episodes. So that that was the big one for me. Yo, Ooh, shout shit. out to, shout out to, um. oh, first, D, I got a bone to pick with you because I thought this was going to be an hour long episode and it was only 38 minutes. They did say that this was supposed to be an hour. Um, the last three episodes were supposed to be our episode. They did say that? Yeah, so let me explain myself, actually. Okay. Let, me, let me cop a plea real quick. Okay. So last episode, I did say that there was going to be three three-hour three hour episodes to round out the series. That was incorrect, but that was reported from uh, credible uh, outlets, such as yeah. uh, Kevin Smith, uh, his podcast, The Fat Man on Batman. Mm. which is a comic book podcast and a review podcast. And uh, he was reporting that it was going to be three three-hour episodes. And this thinking behind it or the logic behind it is that apparently it's known that the series is going to be a six hour runtime and so people were just adding up the episodes and then putting together well there's only this much time left Mm. so the new theory is that you know how we've been going through genres yep uh and now we're pretty much in the present time with this last episode uh which was doing the mockumentary style office modern family parks and rec all that stuff you know it was, and so the next few episodes are going to be in the style of an MCU movie, is what I've heard. Mm. So, which will be pretty cool, and that's pretty meta. Um, and and like like we said, where we left off, I'm very excited to see what happens. I really hope we get at least one long episode. I think we have to, um, and it's going to be super exciting. But what what's what? That's my plea, and then I apologize for misleading, no, for misleading the people. It's all good, man. You know, I just uh, I had to get that off my chest. But overall, no, I own that. I'll take that. I own that. I'll, overall, I'm wrong. I just I love this episode. I feel like every episode builds off of the next. Um, and shout out to Monica though, because we we really saw her true powers come out too in this episode as well. Um, yeah, this is as much her origin story as yeah. it is Wanda's right. uh, movie. Or Wanda's movie, Wanda's story. It is right. also uh, Monica Rambeau's Monica Rambeau's origin story, and yeah, I think she's doing a great job. And she still scenes when she's in scenes. She can carry a show. Her she can carry the team herself if she needs to. Mm. So who who was Agnes? Agnes was Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. So okay. in the comics, Agatha Harkness is another uh, magic user. She is neither good nor bad. She only has her own values, and she's one of those anti-hero characters. You know, pops in whenever it's can. She only works when it's convenient for her. 
So uh, the question is, how close to the comic book character is she going to be? And still, what the heck is going on? <laughs> right. What's what's the plan? Because it also it seemed like they hinted that the kids were gone, too. Right. And I know we touched on it um, in earlier episodes, too. Like, do whatever's controlling this environment, do they want the kids? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and my my next question was, what's up with Darcy? Is Darcy... Does she understand? Is she a part of the role or does she understand like what's going on? She understands what's going on because Vision unlocked her. But from what I am getting is that because she's a human and Vision is Vision, Vision can move about freely because Vision can't be controlled by Wanda. But I feel mm-hmm. like everybody else in the uh, the bubble, <laughs> the NBA bubble or the Hex, uh, everybody else in the Hex is subject to Wanda's will. Even even though she's awake, like she still has to wait for all that, for all those uh, obstacles. But it seems like once Vision, you know, uh, unlocks somebody, they they have that that free will. They realize what's been going on. They're aware that they've been trapped, and mm-hmm. they can kind of freely do what they want. Wanda still seems to have some control over the area, as we saw when she was, you know, creating uh, at the stoplight. You know, had people coming to fix the light. Had the the school kind of walking kids across, trying to slow them down. So she seems to somehow be aware of what they're doing around the hex and trying to slow them down, but she can't, she can no longer control them, like you said, because of, of Vision's power to kind of break that, that trance or, or whatever they're in. Um, and where they left her, she was, she was still unlocked, right? Vision had left and she was yeah. driving the, the Vision truck, was like, so. what am I doing here? He right. bounced. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, who knows, you know, where, what she, where she got to before the episode ended, you know? But that is one thing I do like about the 30 to 40 minute episode format is that it is very tight and and it has to move quickly. Yeah. And so uh, I I appreciate the pacing of the show as well. One letdown for me, though, I thought, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say quickly, I was thinking about that, too. When when me and my fiance were watching it and we were thinking the, the episodes being so short. She hates like, uh, you know, cliffhangers and things like that. But the episodes being so short, there's no like dull time. You know, everything Mm. has a meaning to it. Everything you're seeing is important at some point now or later. And I think that's a nice change where you get those hour episodes and there's a lot of like filler and just kind of like pointless conversations and things. So like to your point, D, it is good. Like everything that we're seeing in these episodes is is very much important and going to be used in future episodes or maybe even, even future, you know, series uh, i thought forward. i thought one thing that i noticed about the tv show that doesn't get talked about or not a lot is i think it's kind of bringing back you know giving you know people something to look forward to because mm. if you think about you know when we watch shows on netflix and stuff we can just binge watch a whole season but now the way they have this format it's back to like remember when we were in like you know i'm trying to think of you know tv shows like think about like the jersey shore or something like that and the yeah. end of the episode, it's, it had called appointment television. Exactly. So it's like every week you have to make sure that okay, I have to catch this episode. I need more. So I think that's one of the things that I think they're trying to see, like if this could still possibly work, because we really haven't had this in a while. Yeah, probably since Game of Thrones. Exactly, Game of Thrones like the last thing, and like obviously like you know other TV shows and things Walking like that. But, Dead. but like it well, doesn't. Walking Dead kicked a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, you ask. 
it's starting to give it's Bro, that show is trash. Yeah, it's starting to give regular TV that that kick it needs. Yeah, you know what I really wished happened? Like, remember when Wanda was she was being interviewed and the voice or whoever was interviewing her spoke back. Yeah, and she was just like, "You you shouldn't be talking to me" or something like that. I really wished in this episode that we figured out who that entity was. Like, there's something else there, and we're not seeing who's behind the camera. And I thought it's that was real an, creepy. It's real. It was creepy. creepy, but I thought it was like an interesting point too. It's just like, oh shit! Like, she's not alone. And then we also it, we also revealed that you know, like obviously, obviously Agnes is. We knew something was up with Agnes, but we found that that was revealed this episode. But it was just it was just interesting to see that that's what got me hooked. I'm like, fuck, there's somebody, there's something else there. At the end, it did show Agatha behind the camera, but the difference is the voice sounded male when you hear the voice mm-hmm. the first time around, if I remember it correctly. And the fact that they're telling us that it was Agnes all along tells me that it's not Agnes all along. Or that there's someone else pulling the strings. Or at least that's that's what I think. I could be overthinking it. Sometimes it's as plain as day, you know. It still but, leaves room for there to be somebody else pulling the strings, you know. With yeah. Be in there, you there still can somebody there can still be somebody else, you know, kind of in that realm. And also, if it if like Agnes was revealed now, like that would just like why have more episodes and stuff? Like that would just that just be a bad storyline because like now we know who's controlling this. That you know what I mean. And did y'all see the extra credit scene? You see what happened? Yeah, that yeah, that kind of threw me off. They haven't been doing that this whole time, right? And that's what I mean by they're switching it to Marvel Cinematic Universe style. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because they threw in that little end cut scene. So um, yeah. they got Monica, who has her new powers. Uh, she can see the spectrum. I think her her comic book name is either Spectrum or Photon. I don't know which one they're gonna go with in the show. But you can kind of see they already got the basis for her uniform. It, uh, the sword astronaut suit she was wearing. Uh, it was very similar to what her comic book costume is in uh, in real life. <laughs> or in the comics. I don't know. I want to say in real life. But they showed the, the ending scene. Her looking for Agatha's, I guess, lair. And uh, Quicksilver. Or who we think is Quicksilver. Who Wanda also told her kids, that's not that's not your uncle. Uh, mm. catches catches Monica and we see that her eyes go purple so I think that means that she's under she might be under Agatha's spell now and so I, I if her and Wanda throw down I'd be excited to see that too I thought they were gonna go with with a fight yeah, I thought there. they were gonna throw down too so yeah um what do you guys give the episode uh out of seven um, I would go with, uh, I don't remember what I did last time, but I would say a, a six for this week. Again, real solid episode. I'm happy with it. Excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'll stay in line with the six too as well. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5. Another the 0.5 would go towards the fact that I thought it would be an hour long. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my fault, my fault. No, it's all I, good, bro. I, I got to give it a, I'm giving it a five because I was let down, but, but I thought there was going to be a reveal with the, uh, people who came to help Monica. I thought that was going to be somebody and that wasn't anybody. Mm. Or I don't know who it is yet. So I thought that was going to... They mentioned it so much, I thought more was going to come from it. But, but D, uh, real quick, um, when Monica was going through the the hex and mm-hmm. the, the vehicle or whatever, like, did she know all along that she, she could combat this thing? Or was that just kind of like 
I want to know your take on that. Was that just kind of like within the spur of the moment? Like it just that was within the spur of the moment. That was just you know these superheroes have these moments where they're like it's like all right, I I just have to do this, and it's not about their powers; it's about their will. Mm. And to me, that that was displaying that Monica was like, I know Wanda is in trouble, and I need I, I might be the only one who can save her, so. I'm going in there at all costs, not just save her, but save the rest of the world. Yeah. Because who knows how powerful Wanda is. And so that was just, to me, that was like, yo, if I die, I die. I'm going through this. And uh, you see her getting torn apart and stuff. And then that just, hurts her putting herself back together. And like it says, whenever you go through the barrier, it's changing your your molecules. Yeah. So she's been through three times now. Once she she was pushed through with Wanda's magic, so... Who knows how powerful she is now, too? Yeah, I think that was just a, a hero moment, mm. you know, a birth of a hero. Yeah, no, I thought that was like a that was dope. I was like, oh shit, and she she's the real deal. Monica, the guy. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Once she took off the astronaut costume and started running, like, okay, Monica, <laughs> I see you. That's that, funny. Whatever they doing over at Sword, that workout <laughs> regiment, you know what I mean? I wanted to jump on because I've been using your Disney Plus um, to keep up with WandaVision. And I I had thoughts because I've been like, I've been listening to some of what you guys have been saying. And I've also been listening to what the, um, to basically what the internet and theories were getting with. And I I think we've talked about this before, right? Between you and me. Off mic, yeah. Okay, I think I mentioned something about like um, Emma Caulfield and that episode where she appeared in. And, you know, everybody's been talking about Agatha and whatnot. And, um, but I've been keeping my eye on her. And I think I've actually. That is Dottie? Dottie, yeah. Okay. And I think I might have figured something out. And I low key think I might have um, figured out the plot of the Spider-Man movies and Doctor Strange 2 low-key, and I wanted to get it on the microphone because I didn't want you to steal my theories like you. So Doctor Strange 2 low-key or low-key? No, low-key. Like, I low-key figured okay, it out. on the low. I got you. I wasn't sure if you yeah. said in the low-key TV show as well. Well, I mean, that might turn into it too. Who knows? But um, but before we get into it, I wanted sort of like, uh, what were you guys just talking about before? Because I haven't heard it. People who are uh, we just gave our highlights on uh, the episode, and just uh, we we spent some time talking about how I thought it was going to be thirty minute episodes. I mean, an hour episode at the end, but it wasn't. It was thirty minute. But then I just realized it still could be the last three or an hour because it's eight, nine, ten, not right. seven, eight, nine, ten. So my math might have been. Who knows? Anyways, we spent some time talking. about about uh that and then we also talked about how uh it shifted to the the tv tropes of now being modern family uh mockumentary office that type of stuff what'd you rate it i gave this episode they rated it highly i believe most of them gave it six out of seven Hmm. uh but i gave it a five out of seven okay because i was upset with there wasn't a reveal with the astro engineer oh <laughs> who do you think it was gonna be i really thought it was gonna be reed riches oh huh um i didn't i didn't actually i i read some people thinking that i 
I guess I didn't have my hopes up. I've been sort of, um, I've been sort of watching without really having any expectations. And I kind of wanted to give um, a sort of a review so far of this series. And like with this last episode, um, counting that in, which is like, what's your overall review of the show? Phenomenal. Okay. I would give it about six out of seven overall, six and a half out of seven overall. Okay. Um, I'm leaning towards a four or five because... Um, oh, wow. That's way different than I expected you to rate it. I don't think this is a good TV show. And I don't think this is a good miniseries. I think this is... Um, I think this is just... A, they plotted this like a movie. Because I've noticed some miniseries, um, especially the ones that are on Netflix, and I've seen the plotting of some of them, some of what they do and how they plot it from like they treat the first episode as sort of a teaser. And you know how like screen uh, screenwriting goes and you sort of break down each act and what it's supposed to, um, what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And when you're writing for an episode, you still break down the acts, but you're supposed to have little mini arcs within an episode. And I think they're just trying, and I think what they're doing here um, is breaking each episode and treating it as an act and revealing the information as an act. And that usually happens with some of the worst miniseries that I've watched. And so what I've noticed is that Marvel is actually like, they are, they did write this like as a movie. They didn't write as a TV show. And I think they're using these really cool, I'll admit they're really cool cliffhangers, but I think they're using them as sort of like a distraction tool because I've been, you know, um, I've been sort of formulating my argument in that like, we actually, our main character, who's supposed to be Wanda, right? Like on a regular TV show, you have a main character going through a journey. And by this point, you would know what they're working towards. And you'd have all the full information. And not only that, but you'd also have their supporting characters, antagonist or whatnot, sort of going through parallel journeys. And what I've noticed is each character in the show is there to serve whatever Wanda is going through as a character, not their own like just Wanda, even Monica, who was, you know, who's sort of the supporting and sort of the parallel storyline going on in that show. She's doing it in service of Wanda and to show like a contrast. Like we don't know anything about any other people. Like they don't actually have a plot of their own that doesn't involve Wanda. And even Wanda, who's supposed to be the main character, like she actually doesn't, she's not actually leading the show. The show is happening to her. She's trying to deal with consequences. Like we already have. We only have two episodes left, and we don't know like how this shit started. Which means three episodes left. How. I think. Is there three ten episodes episode order? Or? No, it's supposed to be nine. There's no tenth episode, so we we only do have two oh. episodes left. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think the last episode might end up being like an hour and fifteen minutes or something like that. But what I'm saying is, the way they've just written this show, which is like a movie, like a mystery movie. It's kind of not good. Like, I love everything about it, but just the writing and the plotting, I don't think it's adding up. Maybe once the whole thing is over, I think that might, it might help it look a little bit better. But right now, I'm not too hot on it. And I don't think, you know, if it continues this way, I don't think I might be too hot on it when all's said and done. But um, yeah, do you want to tell me to shut the fuck up and get off the podcast? I mean, they, your opinion is your opinion. I can't tell you which which way or not. Um, like, what do you think? 
because I've definitely just I definitely been agree. About I definitely agree that they they are they made this a movie. They stretched out a movie. I definitely agree with that. That this is supposed to be a movie. Or it would have been a movie had we not moved to the streaming life. Right. If that hadn't been the culture shift. I was just going to say that, you know, I think if like if they had had this show and they'd released all the episodes and you could sort of binge it, I think it would honestly make a better movie than a TV show. Because right now it's like clue, 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 cliffhanger, clue, 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 Easter egg, cliffhanger. Like, you know, there's plot happening, but you don't really you can't think about it within the episode. You could just think. Oh, she's getting her powers. What's it going to mean, you know, Mar- Captain Marvel 2? Or like, oh, Wanda is not really the villain. So who's going to be the villain in, you know, in Doctor Strange? You're not actually feeling the show. Like even the thing that was supposed to be exciting about the show, which was supposed to be about the sitcoms, like they're not really leaning into that that much. So basically abandoned it by this episode. So um, I think they've, I think they've leaned into it completely. I mean, but no, I... Even if they leaned into it completely, the first two episodes, I think they did, but each episode, I think they were um, they were sort of leaving it out as they went into, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I definitely was more interested in what was going out on outside the hex and what was going inside the hex, but just they've completely abandoned it. Like the plot isn't moving forward in terms of the sitcom. Like the sitcom isn't giving us plot. It's giving us an aesthetic or it's giving us sort of an example of Wander's state of mind, but it's not actually moving the plot forward. You know, it's like set dressing. So, and you know, like a, a weird way to reveal information, like how the kids are talking to the camera and stuff like that. And so I, like, to me, I think they abandoned it. You might think differently, but you know, like I don't think they're actually sticking to anything. I think they had like really big ambitions and now they're sort of like- um, But the kids, because that's like straight out of Malcolm in the Middle. Like, no, I know, but um, which, by the way, I really enjoyed. I thought it was really cool. But like even that, it didn't last the whole entire show. Like, you know, this episode they're doing, they were doing um, Modern Family, but they didn't even, you know, they didn't even lean on to that for the rest of the episode. I agree. Like Darcy and, and Agent Wu, they're great to watch, but they don't like they're not going through nothing. Yeah, I, I really think that Monica's storyline is super powerful. I think she... I think she could be just as much the leading character in this show. Um, and and she could, hopefully she gets her own movie after this, or her own series after this, because I would love to see her again. I think that actress is doing an amazing job. I think a lesser actress, it would be a lesser, I, I think the actress is making the role. Right. Did you watch, so did you ever watch her in, um, in Star Survivor's Remorse? Who is she in Survivor's Remorse? Is she the sister? He, no, she's going out with the cousin that's managing him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I Survivor's Remorse for like a season or two, but I could not stand the lead actor. Oh, but now the one A-Train. that's in the boat. Now <laughs> yeah, now he's A-Train. But, See, but. I changed on him right after he got into A-Train and started going around murdering people. But um. All right, so you were saying that you don't think that Agnes is the um, is the villain. What do you mean? Who do you think is a villain? I think either Mephisto or Nightmare is the villain. Okay, can I start on my spiel? And I'm the only one that's written stuff down in the um, in the document. 
because I didn't want to be contradicted. So feel free to jump in on my arguments. But um, <laughs> so one thing that I didn't mention when we're um, when we're just talking about like the overall plot of the show is the color scheme and. <clears throat> When we were doing, when Lovecraft was going on, I never told you this, but I did a little bit of a special guest star. Well, not a special guest star, more like a cameo on another podcast that I'll tell you about one day. But basically on that podcast, I was, um, I called in to talk about the color scheme of the shows and the characters. It's something that I've sort of been noticing while watching things. And it's always been like in the Marvel movies, but it's very generic in the Marvel movies. Um, and you'll notice that Captain America and S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that um, sort of entity. And basically the good guys have that sort of bluish color scheme and and also red. But I've been noticing it more in this show, um, how Wanda's red and how her power is like stuff that's red is stuff that she's in control of. And for example, like when she's it's just a little detail but like when she's eating cereal trying to calm herself down in this last episode and she's eating her cheerios out of you know red a red bowl that's you know a little bit of you know um some production designing meaning you know she's trying to sort of comfort herself and it's also you know the color of everything um but i but also want uh, monica has you know her powers are a little bit more bluish sort of and obviously um Agatha's purple. But in that sense, I want to talk about Doctor Strange, whose color scheme, do you know what his color scheme is for his powers and stuff like that? Like it's yep. usually like blue or red, but also another color. But um like, yellow. It's orange. Or, or orange, yeah. Yeah. And do you know what else is orange? Um the soul the stone. The soul stone, but also the energy that was coming off of that book, which sort of opened it up, opened it up, which gave me my theory that I was thinking of. And my theory is basically that we're going to find out in this next few episodes that um, I that Agatha told or someone told Wanda how to bring Vision back. And Vision went, I mean, Wanda went to Dr. Strange's crib and stole that book that's in the basement and use it to bring back vision. And Dr. Strange is gonna come back in these last two episodes at some point to be like, where the fuck is my book Wanda? And but whatever's in that book, which I think, which either I think is holding the multiverse of madness together, or it's like holding a villain together, like the real villain of the show, whatever it is, it's in that book. And I say that because um, basically in Watertown, you know where your mom lives? Mm-hmm. that's where the dimension is that's where the nexus is um no i'm just joking but um <laughs> <laughs> your mom across her place is um the building i think now it's sort of a government building but it used to be a library and in 2005 or 2006 and i used to go there and i used to um read the exile comic books do you know about that it's mm-hmm. like an x-men sort of um it's an x-men sort of team and they basically go in different dimensions um solving you know, a mystery or like accomplishing missions, but it's sort of like a what if dimensional um, hopping show. And um, one of the last comics that I read that had that was an Exile comic, um, it started out the way that they recruit the members of the Exiles, which are almost always X-Men, but um, on this roster, they had 
the Scarlet Witch. And the way they recruit the characters is that Dimension ma uh, Master or whoever's in charge, he gets them a millisecond before they died. So in their dimension, they're dead, but he goes in there like right before they die and he pulls them out and he's like, all right, you're my team to go, you know, save the universe from collapsing in on itself. And in that book, Wanda joined the team because she died because she was just about to perform a spell from a book that she stole from Doctor Strange. And do you know who she was bringing back in that? Who? Vision or Quicksilver, I forget. I'm pretty sure it was Quicksilver. But anyways, but she, she did have the book and she was bringing someone back. And so that book with that color scheme, which looks exactly like Doctor Strange is like, you know, his little glyphs, his little, you know, mm -hmm. things that he has, those are the same colors. And which uh, brings me to um, Emma Caulfield, who's, I think her secret identity, I think is being like, like people are focusing on, on Agatha Harkness. And while they were doing that, I still had my eye on on Emma Caulfield because I was pretty sure something told me she was playing clear. I might be wrong and I might be just holding on to that because that was my first theory, but I still think it's true because um, in my clear. Um, she is a character in the Doctor Strange books. And um, and I think you might, did you ever play Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Yes. Okay, um, I thought you had, because that's where we both said that we knew um, Moon Knight from. So. Remember in that in that game where you get to this stage where you're at um, where you're at at his house at uh, Doctor Strange's house, Sanctum Santorum or something. Mm -hmm. And in that they they have a couple they have a couple of things in there. Number one is that I don't know if it's a house that's described as a nexus or Mephisto's realm that's called the nexus, but something in that. At that stage in that video game, something is called the Nexus. And the video game is at my mom's house, so I don't have it to plug it in and play it real quick. But um, but also, Clea is, do you remember Clea is actually like one of those non-playable characters over there? She's usually just standing by. So she's in the character, she's a character in that, and she's basically she's from the dark dimension, and she was born there, and she's a daughter of Mephisto, or she's a daughter of someone who's like Mephisto, who's ever ruling the Dark Realm. And um, and if you read on her background, it's basically she's she was born there and she, you know, leaves the Dark Dimension to hang out with um, Doctor Strange. But she eventually becomes a ruler of the Dark Dimension, like how Agatha says she's, you know, she's the queen bee around here in that dimension, in the Hex. And which makes me think that um, Agatha Harkness isn't dead or isn't, you know, she's not of that place. I think she came with Wanda and she told Wanda how to break into that hex and how, or how to make it. And I think that's supported by, do you know that music of, you know, the little music video that starts at the uh, end of episode seven? Mm -hmm. And it has Agatha sort of like flying in, mm -hmm. you know, and to me that makes me think that she's sort of lying into the hex, like she wasn't a part of that. And I think her thing is somehow she's like stealing Wanda's powers or she's doing something down there that involves Wanda. And as Wanda has more kids and sort of separates her powers, the weaker she becomes. And I think at this point in the um, in the series, Agatha is finally strong enough to um, to basically like 
cool horror shit that she's been planning. And I don't know how the animals like involved, but I think animals are involved because they've been in each episode and maybe it's like a shape-shifting animal. By the way, what do you think of what I just said? Do I sound like I'm crazy? Or do I? Not as crazy as Westworld, no, so. <laughs> I'm so fucking glad you said that. I don't like. No, um, the only thing I need, the only thing I'm looking forward to, uh, just at the end, I think is I need some action now. You've given me everything now. Just give me some action. The hex, which I think is the nexus of the dimensions, um, that part I don't think is very original of me. But what I think, what I, I think I'm the only one who thought this or said it is that each side of the dimension of the hex is a different Marvel property. Because uh, hexagon has five sides, right? Or something? Six. Oh, shit. Then I guess my shit is wrong. Maybe it's not. But listen, I think that all those Marvel dimensions from the Marvel properties are sort of connected. And they're connected in whatever house that, like, whatever house that is because we've watched. You're saying I think, Sony, the Sony Spider-Man, the Fox X-Men, and then the Disney uh, MCU. That's what you're saying, right? No, you, I'm saying Raimi's Spider-Man, that's one side. Yeah, Sony Spider-Man. No, not just the what not just Sony's, but like like um not the company, I'm talking about the the actual movies. Sam Raimi with um not Topher Grace, but the other one that looks like him. Or is it to, is that Topher Grace? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, then the one that's um the other Andrew one. Andrew Garfield. Right. And um our X-Men, like not our X-Men, but the X-Men, Fox's X-Men. And then, um, what else? And then Marvel, obviously, which is the center. Oh, and the dark, dark Dimension, which that's how I got up to five, but I guess there's one more. Um, but basically, I think those are the five dimensions and how like they're breaking. And I think, and I know that's a little bit out there, but I think- you Fantastic Four. Oh, maybe Fantastic Four. There you go. Maybe there's one they haven't like opened yet. But that sort of theory is supported by because you know how people like are not sure who Quicksilver is. Mm. I think that might be Quicksilver's soul because I don't think you can create a soul. But I think first of all, I don't think that vision is a vision from, and that's why you can't remember anything. Is because that vision is not from our sort of Marvel dimension. He's from another one, just like Quicksilver's soul is from another dimension. And so like, I, and I think that supports my theory in that when you're like, when they go down there, right? Um, when Wanda goes down there at the end of the last episode, they have these red weird things that are sort of boarded up. And there's one that's open and it's purple. And I think maybe that's like a dimension that maybe like um, Agatha went in, cause the other ones are all red, like they're blocked off and they're red, red, but Agatha, has one that's broken open and it's purple. And I think that maybe that's where she got um, Quicksilver's soul and sort of brought him over, you know, something like that. But, um, and also the different dimension stuff that I guess I wanted to mention is that like when, when Monica gets her powers and her eyes are glowing blue when she first enters the, um, when she first enters the hex again, and you see how she's seeing all these different colors and shit like that? Spectrum. Yeah, the spectrum. 
those that color scheme is the exact same one as the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Like that looks exactly the same. That's how that movie looks. Which is a, a Spider-Man movie about different Spider-Man breaking into the dimensions. How yeah, it looks like that because of like that was the animation style though. The animation, it's the same thing though. It because looks it's like 3D. Like it's trying to look 3D. Okay, but also Catherine Hahn was in that movie as Dr. Octopus. So I'm just saying, and it's a Marvel movie, and they're doing that same it's exact movie. It's yeah. well, they but oh, you know what? Sony could actually be its own like Tom Hardy, he's um his venom, and that's not the same universe, is it? We don't know yet. Well, we don't know where Morbius is either. Exactly. And Morbius would maybe be in the um since they've already had one collaboration, maybe the Morbius one and the um Mahershala Ali Blade, the Blade one. And we've already had a Blade movie before, so maybe is six dimensions. But um, so that's my big theory. That's what I wanted to say. So um I'll let you guys get on to the rest of the um off the rip episode. But what do you think? No, I'm great. I just like I said, I just moving forward now. They tease the fight between Wanda and Monica. Now I need to see some actual superhero throwdown. Now that's the only thing the show's been lacking for me is right. action. And I need to see even even the Marvel Cinematic Universe has not done vision justice in terms of what he can do in displaying his full capability. I honestly so, don't I, think I that's gonna happen. Throwdown. I don't think that's going to happen until the last episode. But you know what? Speaking of vision, I gotta, um, I gotta pick a bone because, um, and we're wrapping up. So I think after this, I want you to see if you can get some of your people to watch Watchmen because remember in episode four when Lady Trio came down and gave that motherfucker and his wife a baby and gave them five million dollars. And that yeah. same motherfucker took that money, came over here, and is now trying to cheat Monica out of her job, talking about terrorism and shit like that. Well, that was Hayward. Yeah. That's why I recognize him. Do you think he's going to be anybody bigger, or do you think he's just who he is? No, I think he's like a lower, lower tier boss. I think, like, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to, I think, Kat, here's my prediction. I think Catherine Hunt's going to take care of him, like, some kind of way. Just turn him into something. But, um, so did you hear about the uh that there's supposed to be a high level cameo at the end? Yeah, that's gonna be Doctor Strange. I'm telling you, that oh, book okay. is Doctor Strange. Like that's where he that's where she got the I feel book like that's, from. that would be some that that would have surprised me though, because she I, we all know she's gonna be a Doctor Strange too. Yeah, but I feel like who are yeah, they gonna Yeah, but you wouldn't expect him to guest star in this show, you know? I guess so. So that's what I'm saying. He's gonna come back for his I, book. I'm done guessing. I'm done guessing people after I guess Reed Richards and it did give me Reed Richards because <laughs> my hopes down. I'll tell you who, but I'll tell you who I would if they did this, it would be the best show ever, and I wouldn't care mm. what happens next, and no, nothing else will tell me. True. One there's one one cameo that could they they could bring in. Magneto? Absolutely. But which one though? Either would be dope. Ian McKellen would be dope. Uh, and Michael Fassbender would be amazing, too. Be what, what does he say? Perfection. See, but even... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm, let me, I'm, I'm hoping that for you, man. I'm going to keep that hope alive for you. That, I, I will be so happy if it's Magneto coming to get his daughter. But how, how are they gonna? How are they gonna? They want to introduce the X Men. Are they just gonna ignore 
the familial ties when they introduce the X-Men. That's such a constant, that's such a, a big family in the X-Men world. Like you can't ignore it. So how are they gonna I mean they did ignore it for Fox, but it's gonna happen eventually. I'm sure part of part of at least part of WandaVision to me is like her trying to have family or like some semblance right. of family. Right, you right, know, right. The kids, the husband, the uncle. But, so if you tell me you bring in her pops as Magneto, then it's like 